Hey friends, welcome to the Thrive Like a Parent podcast. You know those parents who look like they've got it all together? Yep, that's not me. I'm Dr. Brooke Weinstein, mom, widow, and neuroscience expert on all things sensory and emotional regulation. Yep, that's right. I'm here to get down and dirty on the truth behind parenting, education, burnout, neuroscience, widowhood, and the shit show we call life. So come join me for conversations with thought leaders, doctors, and women just like you who aren't afraid to speak the truth and help you find that silver lining between the to-do lists, shit shows, and chaos of parenthood. If you are craving the answers to finally find that sweet spot between chaos and calm, pull up a seat and listen in as I take you from burnt out and surviving to finally thriving. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Thrive Like a Parent podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about extracurricular activities for our children and why they matter so much, but not in the way that you actually think. You know, I've actually wanted to speak on this for a really long time. And to be perfectly honest with you, I recorded stories about this and thought about what it would look like to make a reel on this, honestly, for at least a year, if not more. And when I spoke about this in my stories as of recent, because something happened in my own life that I'll share with you today regarding extracurriculars, it spoke to you all so much that I felt this was the best way to go about diving a little bit deeper into the topic of extracurriculars, why they matter, but again, not in the way that you would think. And I'm going to dive into what they should and can look like for our children, again, why they matter, but also some of the holdups as to why I feel that things are kind of leading to where they are in terms of extracurriculars, meaning why they're so competitive these days and why There's such a push to make sure that our kids are making the teams and and, and pushing them to go the distance. And again, this has been kind of opened up, if you will, the can of worms, simply because of my own life and what happened recently. So Eli is six, my younger kiddo, and he's on a baseball team. This is his second year. The first year was like a complete shit show. We like barely had a coach. And so we decided to do a different league this year in a different part of town. And I can't say it like it's the cutest thing ever. I work full time and I'm also a solo mom. And so in order for me to be able to bring Eli to the practices and be a part of this for him and get to watch the games is I will never be able to fully describe the feeling that I feel when I get to sit there and watch him. And I was sitting there the other day thinking to myself, oh, I feel so good about this. Like I feel so good that I get to be here, that I get to watch this, that I'm able to make my schedule so that I can be here for these moments. And the same day that I was sitting on those bleachers having those thoughts, a mom in front of me who her husband has complained about our coach, who is also our neighbor. We got very lucky. We didn't expect this. We didn't ask, you know, we didn't know they were signing up as well, but they've been kind of complaining about 
how our coach has been doing. And they have wanted it to be a little bit more competitive than Matt, our coach, is making it. And he originally had said, this is about fun. This is about learning. And most importantly, for the kids to have a good time. And that's exactly what Matt is doing. Again, that very same day that I was sitting there thinking to myself, wow, I'm, I'm so grateful that I get to sit here and watch this. And I have to tell you, it's the cutest thing. Every single time Eli goes up to bat, he has this little like smile on his face. I shouldn't be smiling because it's a game and I should be serious right now, but I'm just going to look in the crowd and kind of see who's looking at me and, and, and glance over at mommy and see if she's watching me. And it's, it's a moment I will absolutely never forget in my life. And literally every time he goes up to that plate, he hits the ball and looks right over to see who's in the crowd watching him. And that's what it's about for me is letting him know I'm right here and I get to watch you. And that very day, this mom said, oh, this is like painful to even watch. Like, I, I can't even believe, like, these children don't even know the fundamentals of baseball. And I'm literally right behind her. I just stayed silent because I'm not about to be a mom who ruffles more feathers at the ballpark and be like, now look. And I don't owe anyone my story of like, do you have any idea what it takes to be able to get me here? Like, do you have any idea how hard this is for me to not always be able to be at these games? Do you have any idea? Like, I, like if I didn't have Lolo, Charlie would not be able to go to his extracurriculars while I bring Eli to his baseball game every now and then. Like, this requires a lot of me. And it's just taking it's just taking life for granted and the moments. And now I don't expect anyone to sit there and be like, well, there's people in the world who don't have X, Y, Z. So I should like, no, like I'm not asking for that. But the issue I have with it is then her mom who comes to all the games as well. She was like, well, they need, they need a coach, meaning a dad or a mom, but they need someone on third base. And Matt's wife was sitting next to me, the coach, coach's wife. And she goes, well, I think we're really low on volunteers today. And something, you know me every, I'm a firecracker. Something came over me and I looked at Sarah and I said, well, isn't her husband a a volunteer? And Sarah looked at me and was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then like, we ended the conversation. But the day before Sarah had shared with me that this wife's husband emailed Matt and said, I'm sure some not nice things about his opinion on how Matt was running the baseball game. And he, you have, in order to get on the field, you have to do a background check. He was one of the dads who did a background check to be a volunteer. So he decided to no longer be on the field and he decided to no longer come to the games. And now I've seen this dad after this one day and he hangs out far in the back. He, he kind of hides. He looks to watch his kid and then he, he kind of goes in the back again. And it's beyond, it's beyond words because what most of us don't realize and parents don't understand is that sports, the reason that they exist is simply for regulation. If you literally peel back all the bullshit, it is literally to regulate your nervous system. And it's for pastimes and to be part of a community and have healthy competition and and 
teach that portion of your brain what healthy competition looks like. And it, it is not to get the scholarship and build the resume at six years old and be on the travel team. It, that That's not what this is for. And if you look on an adult side of things, if you take a look at what extracurriculars look like for adults, well, first of all, many, many of you do not do extracurriculars. Many of you, I ask my clients, what do you do for self-care? Or I'm giving you a quote homework of, I need you to go do something for three hours for yourself. A lot of my clients look at me and they're like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, what do you mean three hours? I don't know what to do with myself. Because somehow we, as adults, start to lose our extracurriculars in life. And, you know, I've grew up dancing and I very much lost that for many years when I became a mom. I pushed and I did it all through college and I pushed meaning I found opportunities and I did it through graduate school and it kind of started to dwindle. And when I was at my lowest of low of like, this is not like my family life, like this is not going well and I've got to figure out how to support myself, how to support my children and how, what, like to figure out what this looks like for all of us. I went right back to dance and that was the most support I ever needed in my life. Like that got me and catapulted me to the place I am here now today. And I'm beyond grateful. Like that's what extracurriculars do. And when it, you know, it's all about losing weight in 10 days or a 75, my, one of my clients is talking about the 75 thing. I don't know, maybe it's 75. I, I don't really know. It sounds like a, it sounds like you're, you're getting ready to deploy for the army. Like it's, it's absolutely crazy what they demand of you. That is simply a marketing scheme. Like that's bullshit. Like that is not regulating to your nervous system. That's like, you've got to drink a certain amount of water and work out a certain amount of times a day. And like, it is absolutely, it's hardcore, like hardcore. And what most don't realize is all the means of gyms and fitness classes and different styles of fitness classes, it's all marketing. It's all marketing. It doesn't matter what you partake in as long as you enjoy it. It does not matter. And it's not to gain muscle and lose weight. It's to have brain health. And that is what we are missing for our children. I want to read to you a part of this book by Leonard Sachs because it's, it's called Boys Adrift. He has written one called Girls on the Edge as well as The Collapse of Parenting. And I've read all three of them. They're phenomenal. Of course, I read Boys Adrift first because I have boys. And he kind of discusses why we're at where we're at in life. And this is such a great point that I don't think that most recognize. And I want to give credit to maybe why we have become so competitive-based when it comes to extracurriculars. Because that dad that's choosing to be a child. Like, I don't really know what else to say. I'm totally judging here and I'm totally bashing. But like, if I, if I could have one fucking day, like one day where Jonathan was on those bleachers, that would make my child's life. Like that would just absolutely be everything. And that dad is choosing to be such a child and say, well, you're not, you're not, you're not coaching right. And I'm not going to get on that field and I'm not going to come to the games. I watch his son and his son, just like Eli, looks back after he hits home base and he runs all the bases and he's looking to see who who's watching him. And I saw him one day, you know, he saw his mom right there and then he's kind of looking and I was like, in my brain, I was like, I bet he's looking for his dad. Like, where's his dad? And not to mention, like, no one signed up to be our coach. Matt did that when there was an email sent out that said, hey, we need a coach. He stepped up. 
that dad did not step up. So he's more than happy to complain all he wants. Be part of the support and the solution, not part of the problem. And like, that's, that's not what we want to teach our children. And that's not healthy sportsmanship. And again, that's not what extracurriculars are about. And I will go into, after I discuss this book, I'll go into how you can help figure out what extracurriculars are best and right for your individual children and why they matter in terms of their nervous system. So again, this book is Boys Adrift. And he brought up such an incredible point. He said, in a typical school district in the United States, maybe one in five would like to play football. In co-ed schools with 4,000 students, that is about 2,000 boys, right? There might be 400 boys who would like to play on the football team if they could. But even big schools often have only one bus for varsity and one bus for JV teams. That means only 36 boys can make the varsity team and another 36 boys can be on the JV team. The other 300 plus boys are out of luck. Most of those boys probably won't, probably won't even try out. They know that only the best athletes can make the team and they don't want to be embarrassed. So they stay home. So like I said, that portion of the book is, it was an aha moment for me of like, well, if there's only 36 and 36, no wonder all of our parents want to get the upper hand of helping our children be the quote best so that they can have the opportunity to play. It's either that or it's, we grew up in a very sports related home. And so of course we have to be the best and the brightest and, and good at it. And of course your, your lineage all got scholarships. And so you need to as well. Like there's many different reasons, but it is unbelievable to think about how most children because of the amount of spots on a team or think about how many play basketball at one time. I don't even know how many on, on the court, but like soccer and that like, there's only so many spots, so many spots. And so that could drive parents to push as well. And that is not healthy and it's sad and it's, it's upsetting. And it's not that particular reason It's not really our fault. But when I spoke about that particular story on Instagram, so many reached out through DMs and said, I was a coach and I cannot tell you how awful it was. And then I got a recreational director of, of one of the city, who knows where, and, and they were like, I've worked as the director for this many years and I can't tell you it gets worse and worse and worse every single year. Like my jaw dropped. I was like, what do you mean worse? It should be getting better. Like everyone's talking about coaching and, and, and spiritual health and wellness. And, and this is the way the world is shifting into like, we're all kind of waking up into mental health. Like we're trying here, right? What do you mean it's getting worse? That's not great. And it was so upsetting to me because yes, despite me wishing, and I get teared up and choked up every time I start talking about Jonathan, but despite me wishing that my children were able to have their dad just watch them once, I got to tell you, like, I don't fucking know how to catch a ball. I don't know how to teach my children how to twist their hips and hit the bat and, or hit the ball with the bat. And like, I, like I just told you, I don't know how many people are on the damn basketball court at one time. That's not my jam. It's just not. And so I'm, I'm happy to learn these things and I'm happy to do these things for my children, but it's not my forte. And it's so excruciatingly hard to see 
there is a dad, like there is a man who is actively choosing to not participate. And like I said, kind of be like a child, like about this, like it's come on, like suck it up. It doesn't matter if our children win or lose. It doesn't matter if they're good. It just simply matters if they're moving their body for brain health. That is what it is about. That's what it's about. And we're missing sight of that. And it's so glaringly obvious to me, not just because of what I do, but also because of who I am and how my boys are probably at a disadvantage because, I mean, look, I could teach them how to do a pirouette and, and a, a plie and a, you know, pot of bourree, but like, I don't fucking know how to teach them to toss a ball into a basket hoop. Like, I don't have those skills. And maybe Jonathan would have been able to do that, you know? And especially in this circumstance, I can't tell you how grateful I am to Matt. Like, I cannot tell you how grateful I am to parents women and men. I shouldn't just relate this to men. I can't tell you how grateful I am. You have to get off of work on time to go to the field to make sure that you're training and teaching and thising and thatting and volunteering your time and effort and showing these children love and support. You should only get praise. Thank you. Thank you for showing up for our children and the way that definitely me, like I can't do it. I have an immense immense amount of gratitude that I can never possibly like, it's a feeling inside. It's not just words. And heck, if you don't like the way something's being done, don't just whine about it. Step up and let's help. Let's support the team. If I knew how to do it, I would, but like, I don't really know how to do it. So now let's get into, now that I've done all of my rambling, let's get into how to figure out what would be best for your child in terms of their nervous system. I mean, like just basics, just ask throw them in a bunch of different things, ask them, let them try things on, see what fits, see what doesn't. But if you have a particular kiddo who you're like, I don't really know, like, I don't really know, or they're saying no to everything, you're going to have to push them a little out of their comfort zone to try and figure out what fits and what doesn't. Some children if they find that the task is uncomfortable, different, or let's even say hard, that is maybe a time where they attempt to abandon and say, no, 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 I don't want to do that because it's hard and they need to practice or figure it out. But one thing you can do is recognize how their nervous system functions and how that would relate to the extracurriculars and what might be best for them. So if you have a seeker Someone who, I call them the monkeys of our families, right? They're the tornadoes where they go from task to task to task, or they can't sit still for dinner, or they're constantly on the move. And they're the ones that are kind of driving you up the wall, or they're the ones that are scaling the walls. They need lots of movement. Hands down, swimming is one of the ultimate best, best sports. Let me tell you why. I like to go for sports that are extracurriculars, I would say, that can last a lifetime. You can play tennis as an adult. There's many opportunities to play tennis as an adult. There's many opportunities to play golf as an adult. I don't particularly like golf, but many people do. There's, You see what I'm saying? Like, If we could lean them towards something that could be a lifelong journey, then they never have to lose it. You know, dance for me football for kids, unless you go pro or basketball, like certain things like that, you may not be able to continue on if there's more and more and more of the quote best athletes as you get older, then you get kicked out, right? So I really like sports that 
can follow through for a lifetime. But the other part, like I was saying, is with seekers, they need something that has lots of movement in it. And the water swimming is giving, the water itself is giving the body feedback. It's pressure against the the body. And so it's giving the body input and that will allow the child to regulate further. And so swimming hands down is one of my favorites. Jiu-jitsu or any of those style things where they have to learn how to visually watch and attend and listen and focus. And those are great. Some are just like, eh, skip it. And that's okay as well. But some of them really enjoy it. Another one is that's fantastic. And yes, I totally need to do this, but I just haven't bit the bullet yet because I just don't know how I could actually function in my house with these. But drums, drums, because think about it. You're whacking the shit out of something. How regulating might that be for your child who is a seeker? Yeah, like boom, boom, boom. The immense amount of deep pressure that goes back into the system, the nervous system will give that brain and body all that it needs as a seeker. Yeah. So if you can look at this and figure out how your child ticks, then you can also figure out maybe what extracurriculars might be best for them. Now, avoiders, avoiders may want drawing or art or look, Eli is, I would call him more on the, on the, I would say more low registration end and slight avoider. Not really. Um, he's more of a regulated little kiddo, but he still loves baseball and that's totally fine with me. But these are just a gauge of like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. And that's why I'm giving these because sometimes if you have a child who you really know their nervous system well, you can help guide in that direction and figure out, okay, what might we try? So for avoiders or kids who are possibly overstimulated very easily, yeah, they are going to need something that's a little bit more calming and peaceful. And I have a friend who her son is in jujitsu, but it's more of like a lifestyle where they do meditation and all the different things. And that suits him so well. And so the point really of discussing how to find the best right fit for your children in terms of extracurriculars is simply because it's not about winning and losing. It's not about being the best on the team. It's not about the resume. It's not about the qualifications to get into college. Like it's, that's bullshit. Like none of that is what it's supposed to be about. But if you can look at the whole child as they exist, I don't care if you come from a family of decades of baseball players, your child may not enjoy that. So why are you going to force it? And again, how this relates to adults, and I've kind of brought that piece in there just to give you an example, just because CrossFit, and I don't know if they do this, but just let's say CrossFit tells you you're going you're gonna to lose three inches in two weeks and it's $99 for the first month. And I promise you'll lose those inches. You may do it for the inches rather than what feels good within your body. I have told you over and over and over, I'm a seeker. Like I I love that gas pedal. So in order to get what I need, sometimes, most of the time I would say, I do heavy, heavy, strong workouts on a reformer machine where I'm using my body weight and resistance and going slow. And that's just what works for me input wise. It's a lot of planking. And so I'm getting the deep pressure into my joints. Now, when I'm not feeling great or I'm feeling down or I'm feeling low, you better sure as hell believe I'm not going to go push my ass through a solid core workout. That's going to be wildly depleting to a system that's already depleted. 
So what I'm going to do is go do something that's more enriching and fulfilling and supportive to my nervous system to help it heal whatever it's feeling or sluggish or all the different things. A lot of times that means I'm going to go to yoga. I'm going to go to yoga and I'm going to namaste it out. I'm going to zen it out and I'm going to feel so good after because I'm going to stretch my body and I'm going to move, but in a really slow and calming manner. You have to lean in and say, how do I feel right now and what do I need? What do I need means do you need a kick-ass workout or do you need a healthy, nutritious meal? Do you need a long night's sleep, going to bed early? Like, what do you need? It is not about the marketing strategy of how many inches and pounds and this and that you'll lose. It's not. It's about how to take care of your brain and body. And that is why it matters for our children. If we teach them that now, from the beginning, they will know the benefit of moving their body. We were hunters and gatherers at one point. We were moving our asses a lot. Now we're a lot more sedentary. But we have to allow our children to find the things that matter most to them and that they're enjoying. Who cares if they get the damn plastic trophy? I can't tell you how many trophies I have gotten over the years with dancing. I don't think I still have one of them. Like, I swear to you, I'm sure really, eh, I don't need that. Eh, I don't need that. Eh, don't, okay, now I don't. Like, I would have boxes and boxes. And what did that get me out of life? Like, what, what, where did that get me, those trophies? Nothing. And, you know, this book goes on to say that the kids who don't make the team, what do they end up doing? They end up staying at home and being placed in front of a video screen. And he goes into that a lot about videos and tablets and screens, 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 right? Again, when they, when they succeed and finish the level, what does that get them? What does your children earn versus saying, I really enjoy this. This is hard, but I'm going to work at it. I'm going to learn persistence or I'm going to learn that practice. Practice is increasing the fluency in my brain to understand how to do the thing, right? I know all of this about the brain because I have studied it for decades, decades. You don't know this stuff about the brain because that's not your specialty, right? That doesn't make me smarter than you or brighter than you. It just means that's my specialty. We all have those things and we need to find the things in life that have us light up, like light up a room in every form of our lives. And it starts with extracurriculars for our children and helping them regulate their nervous system on a daily basis. But it has to be through something that they enjoy. And the goal of this cannot be to win. It cannot be you're good, bad, you suck, you're awesome, you're going to get an A, you're going to get an F. I'm so disappointed in you, you didn't hit the ball. Come on, they're six years old. They're six years old. And again, while I didn't say much at the baseball field, I'm saying it here because you know my story, you know who I am. And I'm not going to go and be like, look, let's talk like, I'm not going to do that. That's, I'm not going to try and change someone in the middle of it. Like I'm there to watch Eli. <laughs> like th that's what I'm there to do. That's it. I'm there to watch Eli and I'm there to support Matt and be with my family because that's what matters most. And watching my child smile as he walks up to the plate. And that's what it's about. And we have to get back to basics. Have to. It is not healthy for our children not at all, to demonstrate, to model that. And so as you lean into going on the exploration of figuring out what extracurriculars look like for your children, 
I hope you utilize this lens and I hope you take a deep breath and smile no matter if your kid hits the ball or not, no matter if they strike out and no matter if they cry in the middle of a baseball field and say, I got hurt. Like it doesn't matter. Again, we get to enjoy watching them and enjoy them doing something really healthy for their brain and body. And that's what it's about. Like period, the end. That is what it's about. So until next time, XOXO, Dr. B.